Matt Mania Podcast, hosted by T. Carl, Neo X, Rock Knowledge, and me, G1 to the Rescue, is brought to you by Random Beats, the Steel Cage Network, and Geekscape.net. Remember, wrestling is fun, and please keep your shoulders off the mat. And now, the show. Random Beats presents Matt Mania Podcast, the Southwest Authority on wrestling, hip-hop, and everything in between. Let's get ready to rumble! Ladies and gentlemen of the free world, it is yours truly, your boys, the Southwest Authority in wrestling, hip-hop, and everything in between, Matt Mania Podcast. What's going on, y'all? Uh, you're being blessed by a dynamic duo today. Uh, of course, you should probably know who I am by now. If not, I am G1 to the rescue, aka G1 to the rescue with the energy. Uh, of course, to my right, my partner in crime, my brother, T. Call, the villain. It's a tag team match today. What up, bro? Yo, what's good with you, man? How you doing? Shit, man, nothing much, man. It's a it's a tag team hand, it's a tag team gauntlet match today, man. It's just me and you against the world right now. Tag team back again. <laughs> you hit him with the one bit. <laughs> hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. That's my shit though. Uh man, we whew, whew, I mean, saying that we have so much to talk about would almost be like reinstating the obvious. <laughs> I mean, on, on all sides, and, and of course, we like we'll we'll definitely try to try to summarize it for everybody that's hopping on the stream. Uh, we we want to um, in advance welcome um, our new YouTube family. We now have an official Mad Mania podcast YouTube page, and the link is shared on my personal Facebook, uh, which obviously has been built up over a period of time. So. Uh, and Tika has shared it as well. So if anybody uh, if anybody wants to watch there, you're more than welcome to. We are also live on the Matt Mania Podcast Twitter and the Matt Mania Podcast Facebook page. Thank you so much for joining us. We can't do this without you. We know it'll be some people hopping in in a sec. So uh, without further ado, uh, first and foremost, man, how was the week for you so far? It's, it seemed like the week kind of went by fast, but of course not many people worked on Labor Day. Yeah, the week went by pretty fast. I mean, I've had a quite a few days off. I mean, I left work early on Thursday. I had Friday off, hey. and then I had the weekend off. I had Monday off, and I took Wednesday off. So, hey, been a, been a short week for me this week has went by fast. In and out hey. tomorrow, and then I'm and then it's back to the weekend. You know, the freaking weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. The weekend love. Let's drop a bomb for the weekend. If I'm bombing it correctly, there it is. Okay, my bomb wasn't working. Oh, I need to get the um, I need to get the the Daniel Craig uh, audio from when he was guest hosting Saturday Night Live, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the weekend. <laughs> I gotta get that one. Anyhow, you your know, stuff. Huh? How was your weekend? Uh, well, my my week so far, um. <clears throat> been pretty regular. You went to go see Love and Blunder, right? <laughs> I did. Uh, we we did go see uh, Love and Thunder. Uh, of course, if you of course today, obviously uh, Thor: Love and Thunder is available uh, on Disney Plus for Disney Plus Day. But I did just so happen to catch it real quick. 
<coughs> before the theaters wasn't full for that one anymore. Um, I personally uh, in, enjoyed it. Um, myself and Gigi both admitted that it was not our favorite out of the series. That doesn't mean it was a trash movie. That just mean it wasn't. That just mean it wasn't a favorite. I feel like if this had a came out before Ragnarok, then okay. But Ragnarok kind of, you know what I'm saying. But no, it was it was fire, and I understand everything happened. And I was just I was really happy about uh, seeing Jane as Mighty Thor. That that probably was one of the best parts of that film. Like just her uh, swinging the broken Mjolnir and, and doing her thing. Like man, when you get like dope. Uh, film superheroes in an action movie like that it's, it's, it's always going to be fire for some reason so that just so happened to work out very well so yep and did you I don't I don't know if you're a comic reader or not but I am did you did you check out the the Lady Thor comics when they were I, going on like I read storyline was because I read those mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, admittingly I didn't read all the issues I think I read the first two though first two mighty thor issues officially i did matter of fact i'll tell you where i read them when uh when when marcos kayfabe shout out to marcos when he picked us up out in, uh out in dc and we went to uh the, the big comic book store out there in annapolis maryland um while we were in there for a while so i literally read the first two issues I was in the store. no bullshit <laughs> And started to buy them because they were really fire, but then I seen, you know, brain just kind of take over everything. <laughs> um, anyhow, we're going to get into uh, one of our favorite parts of the show, and everybody's favorite part of the show, of course, when we talk about something that's not exactly wrestling related that we've been feeling this week or today or somewhere around that nature. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Talking about that put over. I'm talking about. So, um, I'm actually let Teak uh, lead lead the way on this one. Teak, was there something this week that uh, tickled your fancy? Pause. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what I've been watching lately has been um, the Mike Tyson show, Mike, on Hulu. Yes, sir. Good show. Good show. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying the show. I know a lot of people were sharing memes and pictures of the dude who's playing Mike Tyson and saying, oh, I can't believe they did Mike like this. Great value, Mike. (laughs) And then, you know, Mike Tyson himself was saying that, you know, he don't sanction the show um, because I guess what Hulu did is they said that this is like an unofficial telling Mm -hmm. of, of his story. So it's it's shit that's obviously like made up or they just know how situations situations that happen and they just act them out the way that they imagine them happening and maybe not what really went down but as far as like the show though I still enjoy the show I think it's well acted um, Travante Rhodes who plays Mike Tyson um, is doing a real good job phenomenal, um, phenomenal that's, that's, um, that's my man from Insecure right uh yeah yeah he was uh damn who did he play in Insecure? Let me let me check real quick. Ah, uh, I didn't even think about that. I thought I knew him from somewhere, and it's, I. Had, it's, hmm? it's just a dude who she got with in it. Let me check the. Let me check his IMDb or his show credits real quick. Um, 
I'm like, does he look familiar from something? I didn't know whether it was whether it was insecure or whether you it was. Say that I'm seeing that he was in Moonlight. Oh shit! Wow. He was in um. I'm gonna say TV shows, but I, no, it don't look like that's him. But they say he was in Predator. Oh. Um, the not the last Predator that came out before Prey. He was in oh, okay. What was that called? Was that called Predators? It was, no, it was called The Predator. Oh, it was the Predator. Okay, okay, okay. Damn, yeah. I, had to, I had to go back and watch that one then, no lie. But yeah, it looked like he's, he swole up in this show, though. So Hell they, yeah. You know? And shit, I just got done watching. It's, it's two new episodes right now because they just dropped last night. But I just finished watching the third and fourth episode so that's the episode where they was dealing with Robin Givens and then the episode where they was dealing with and the chick who was playing Robin Givens she was fine she was she is very much so I'm gonna make sure I get her name before the end Laura, of the Laura Harrier Laura, Laura Harrier shout out to Laura and and she and, and just want a side note um, if I'm not mistaken um if this is the same, if if this is the same actress I'm talking about, I also believe that that's Baby Girl from uh, Spider Man Far From Home and Spider Man. Uh, oh, Spider Man Homecoming and Spider Man Far From Home. She was in both of those. That was that was his love interest before. Oh, him you and, talk about that? She's um, Vulture's daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep, that's her. Yep, yep. So yeah, shout out to her, man. She looked like she didn't grown since the movie. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> the movies was a long time ago. Shit, Homecoming was what? I think 2017 sometime. And Just then, and, and then the, um, the fourth episode was mainly dealing with um, like Mike dealing with um, Don King. Which was yeah. Like, the Hell yeah, and that was a good episode. He playing the hell out of Don King. <laughs> he playing the hell out of Don King, man. Yeah, I think everybody so far has done a good job on it. And I'm just saying, you know, it's out there. It's on mm-hmm. Hulu. If you Absolutely. got Hulu, you got the option to watch it. Absolutely. You don't know Mike Tyson personally. So, I mean, he ain't going to beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't gonna beat your ass for watching it. I wouldn't watch it directly in front of Mike, but you know, right. what I mean. <laughs> I mean, you, you look, you gotta, you gotta do like, um, like get him to the Greek, like Diddy said on there. He said, <laughs> he said, um, you better tell him you love African child. I get up in the morning and I brush my teeth to African child. But hell no, I don't listen to African child. Don't you ever ask me that shit again. <laughs> When life gives you a Jeffrey Stroke the Furry Wall, classic film. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, definitely go check that out. Um, Teak is absolutely correct. I have my reservations on watching it. Um, Gigi decided to turn it on uh, one day. And from first episode, I was like, okay, this ought to be interesting. And, and honestly, man, you know, hey, you got to be able to have a, have a little bit of something blown out of proportion for the general crowd so you know nothing wrong with a, a little bit of fact and a little bit of fiction it's, it, I mean that's wrestling <laughs> you know so it makes for good TV absolutely so please go check that out Mike on Hulu um, 
for myself, uh, my put over this week uh, technically is today because uh, today is a today is um, National Star Star Trek Day. So happy Star Trek Day to all of my fellow Trekkies today. Um, in the midst of a big conference that was uh, streamed live on all of the the social media platforms and StarTrek.com. Uh, there was a purple carpet event and there was some there was some reveals and some actor panels. Uh, we seen a little uh, sneak peek in the filming process for Star Trek Discovery Season 5, which will be out early next year. Uh, there's a trailer now out for those of you who watch Star Trek Picard. There's a trailer for the third and final season of Star Trek Picard, which will see Picard reuniting with most of his crew from the next generation. Uh, on a ship that looks like it's piloted by by uh, Seven of Nine, the, the former board queen, who now is a captain in Starfleet. So that's pretty crazy. So check this out. What's up? I'm not a Star Trek fan. Mm-hmm. I don't watch Star Trek. You know okay. that. Okay. I didn't watch the old Star Treks. I don't watch, I don't the, watch new the new ones. Right. I watched the new movies though. I did watch those. the movies. Yes. Um, but how do you feel <sighs> about people saying that the Orville? is the best Star Trek show on TV right now. <laughs> you know what? Um, I, I'd be lying if I said it's not a... I'd be lying if I said it's not a fair argument for the casual fan. Star, Star, Trekkies gonna Trek regardless, but I also think that we can appreciate um, Seth MacFarlane and all of his genius doing something like this that even though it's a comedy, it's it has some pseudo serious elements to it. You know what I'm saying? The special effects budget obviously is not on the level of a uh, of a of a Star Trek series or movie at this point. Um, he's, harken, he's harkening back to like the William Shatner. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Star but Trek. he's making but he's making it fun, and that's yeah. and, and that's the cool part. So uh, one of the things I could truly appreciate about the Oracle is that man, it's it. it it, it, he definitely he, it's well written for a, for a, essentially a, a satire on like classic Star Trek and, and I and I never I never thought that I would see uh, Seth MacFarlane in that light without him doing something you know animated or something like that no Oracle's a really good show so it's a it's a fair argument you know I'm, I'm Star Trek forever but, but you prefer you prefer Lower Decks huh Oh, Lower Decks is funny as hell. Um, it's it, I, I watch them both. I watch or I watch Orville. I watch Lower Decks. Lower Decks is awesome. We never had a, a a Star Trek animated series ever. We had that that well the the rehash of the the cartoon that's based on the the classic sixty shows is one thing, but we never had like a modern day animated series. And now we have two of them. Uh, thanks to the relationship between uh, the Star Trek franchise and Paramount Plus, not only do we have Star Trek The Lower Decks, which by the way is in its third season and I've been watching it and it's been funny as hell and dope but also we have Star Trek Prodigy on Nickelodeon which is really, which is really fire for the kids so check that out too, uh, super dope super dope, but uh, man just a lot, just a big celebration um, one thing I can say about the Star Trek franchise is diversity has always been up front, there's a really cool video that's out right now and um i'll share it with uh, i'll share it with everybody on social media um there's a really cool video they did like a, a video package dedication to the late great michelle nichols 
um, who obviously was a, you know what I'm saying, was a pioneer on the show. Um, black woman that her, her face on that show led her into actual opportunities with NASA and getting black people to, to get involved with National Aeronautics and Space Administration. So, um, yeah, happy Star Trek Day to all my fellow Trekkies. That's my put over for the day. Um, go watch everything Star Trek. And when I say everything, I literally mean everything on Paramount Plus. If you have Paramount Plus, you have every series, every movie from the beginning, every animated series. So, And, and if you can, <laughs> adopt the Pitbull. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, uh, adopt anyway, like like no like don't purchase dog. Adopt, 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 adopt. There are many four legged friends out here uh, looking for a home. Uh, there's there's been a lot of reports going on about a lot of uh, shelters and things like that offering incentives for uh, people adopting dogs. So yeah, definitely go do that. He's absolutely right about that. But yeah, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah. On the real, Chateau, Chateau de Picard, man. If you if you watch Star Trek Picard, that man owns a damn vineyard. I'm like, ooh, I want to go there so bad. <laughs> he's uh, you say the vineyard is that his in real life or just his on the show? No, on the on the show, uh, oh, Ch- Chateau Chateau de Picard. That's that's kind of how. How season one of Picard kicks off because you kind of see him in his venue. And that nigga probably got one in real life too. I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I'm saying? Sir Patrick Stewart probably does have a damn venue somewhere, man. He needs somewhere for dogs to run around. <laughs> Hell yeah. But yeah, man, that's that's put overs for today. As always, Matt Maniacs, please leave in the comments from wherever you're watching. Uh, if you had anything in particular that you enjoyed this week or if you just want to give us some wrestling commentary, which, again, we have so much to talk about in the world of wrestling that we'll try to summarize <laughs> within the next uh, couple of hours. But, um, Teague, were you about to say something? That the putover was brought to you by the Action Figures Tour. Um, yes. We got we got Mega Ran, Penny the Great, Slop Funk Dust. They out on tour right now. As you know, Mega Ran is the creator of the Mad Mania podcast. So, yeah, sure, man. Sure that you're looking him up on Instagram or Twitter. Follow him so that you can make sure that you catch the dates of the Action Figures tour while it's near you. Um, it's in Cleveland right now, right? Yeah, yeah, they in Cleveland. Uh, he's going to Chicago at some point. Uh, they they hitting the Midwest. It, uh, crazy. Um, I, was, I was talking around earlier, so yeah, it's uh, you know really excited for him. Always excited to see our bros shining. Um, our lady blurs, and I'm assuming this is V. Shout out to V, who's uh, who's the voice of our Matt Mania intro. She says she checked out Dragon Ball uh, Super superhero film, and uh, I've heard nothing but good things. <laughs> I'm gonna check that out. I just ain't made it to go see it yet. I went to the movies this weekend. But I went to go see um, DC Super Pets. I meant to ask you, how was that? I know you were taking. I took my daughter to go see that for her first movie um, to see how she would would do with it. (laughs) We still need a little bit more time. Um, She ain't focused on the movie like that. You know, when she get her popcorn and drink her drink, then it was like she was climbing all over me and not focused on the movie. I had to keep sitting her down and telling her to watch the movie. So, but. the movie was good. I think if she was a little older that she would have enjoyed it more. Um, 
people kept thinking that this was um, like Pets 3 or that this already came out because it's got Kevin Hart in it. <laughs> Yo, I didn't even think about that initially. Damn. Yeah, because he, he was a, a bunny or a rabbit in Pets. And now he um, he's a dog in this one. But Panda, uh, Panda, 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 Panda. But, but it was good. It had The Rock in it too and Kevin Hart and The Rock always doing shit together. And um, and yeah, you know, it was um, it was basically like all the all the pets in the um, in the pet store, not pet store, um, pound or um, what do you call that shit? Rehabilitation. Pet. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Trying to trying to rehabilitate those pets to the to the community. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But yeah, they all got powers, and then um, and then Superman's dog lost his powers, so he was learning how to be a regular dog, and he was trying to lead the pets and learning how to use their powers, and then all of the and spoilers, all of the um, the super friends or the Justice League adopted all the pets at the end. Oh, so, that's dope. Okay. So, so, so now they all got pets. So it was basically like how Batman got Bat Dog now. <laughs> that's lit. I, I actually do want to see that. I want to check it out. Like I said, that's gonna be one of them, one of them high kids watches. Definitely, because <laughs> I go back and watch like the the Disney Tarzan film occasionally, which I don't even think people realize that was as funny as it was. <laughs> Man, we we not we will sit here and talk about movies all day. <laughs> we so with, with the animated Tarzan movie, like how was he sliding across the trees barefoot? <laughs> and he was and he was doing that shit like he had rollerblades on or something. He was like just, just moving and grooving, and I'm like, dude, no, no, um, n- nothing sticking you in your foot. You just good, right? Just, and then at the end of the movie. Jane was doing the shit with him. I was like, "You only been here like two weeks." <laughs> you telling me that you already got the tree sliding down with no splinters? Oh no, that's all bad. Ah, <laughs> uh. damn man. Well, listen, let's uh, let's let's get into a little bit of wrestling. I know what everybody probably want to hear us talk about, and I know we're gonna get into that. A little but... bit of wrestling and a lot of bit of gossip. God um, damn. We um, probably should talk about Clash of the Castle first. I was just, I was just about to say, me and you were definitely on the same page. I was saying let's let, let's get into something where the show was actually the start of the star of the show. Uh, WWE Clash of the Castle pay per view, uh, or excuse me, premium live event, Cardiff, Wales. Um, their very their first time uh, over in the UK, I think. Of, well, their first time taking a major WWE event over there since WrestleMania 2 if I'm not mistaken that was 1986 87 sometimes so uh, man blessed to WWE Triple H over there making moves uh, most of the staff most of the staff after the first month of this new regime got uh, got updates to their status now so Triple H's official position now is Chief Content Officer that puts him over creative over over talent development everything so uh chief content officer paul triple h levesque um sean michaels is now vice president of talent development 
for uh for WWE. Yeah, and yeah, man, everybody getting like getting new positions. People love that first month. So Clash of the Castle was almost like it Clash of the Castle felt like another WrestleMania, did it not? Well, I was gonna say that people were talking about how it was crazy that DX is running <laughs> me right now, <laughs> man, that's been they, the. <laughs> they prophesized it. They foreseen it. All yeah, the way in, they spoke it into existence, and now they running the show. Yeah, man. You know, I mean, it ain't the same. It ain't the same ones no more. You got um, you got um, Christian Shawn Michaels and um, <laughs> and nice Triple H. <laughs> Nice, nice Triple H. He nice because he had a heart attack. Ah. <laughs> you ain't shit. Trying to keep his, <laughs> he trying to keep his blood pressure low. <laughs> Not his blood pressure. Yeah, I think he, I think he just I think he just trying to be smooth with everybody. He's just trying to be cool. He did a little interview. He was just cool about everything. He like, yo, I know I know I used to fuck you all over, but I'm Triple H. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm trips now. I'm, <laughs> and um, and you know he he pulled the he pulled, <laughs> he pulled the MJF last night. He tried to be the nice guy, and <laughs> so, that, so, that, so that he can get all the favors in for people that used to job to him. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, but whatever he's doing, I tell you what, he's doing a good job at it. Little minor changes, like. Like those those uh, personalities, those wrestlers that had first names attached to their character, giving them back. You know, uh, one of the things I was they really take their names back. Look at that. Ma- <laughs> Talk about look, at, like, look at Master Trips on the plantation giving them boys their names back. <laughs> oh shit! Hey, drop What's a bomb. Name? <laughs> Tommaso, Tommaso Champ. Your name is Champa, boy. Wow. <laughs> Your name is Theory. <laughs> so you think? You think if they re-signed Gargano while Vince McMahon was still around, he just would have been Gargano? Yeah, and people would have thought he was Italian or something. <laughs> like, you know. People would have thought he was a spice. <laughs> Put some Gargano on my pizza. Vince probably would have tried to dress him like a Mario brother. <laughs> no, not a Mario brother. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, like, man. Like, like when he had a dope costumes when he was coming out on um, TakeOver. <laughs> Come out as a, as as Mario on the weekend. <laughs> I jumped the brick. I got a coin. <laughs> Soundtrack by Stove God Cooks. But anyway, <laughs> T Gall, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. Um, Make the break do the pedigree. Oh, my God. Do the pedigree. Yeah, I, had to, I had to do the ad lib. I wouldn't forgive myself. But one of the things I was really excited about at, at Imperium, the match that I already told you, I, I told all y'all that the, the, the match of that show or one of the big matches of that show was going to be uh, Sheamus and Gunther for the Intercontinental title and everybody was talking about that after it happened I told I told you that whole match was going to hurt well also 
um, the the reforming of Imperial. That was the other that because of does that have to do with the whole disbanding of the um, NXT UK that you was talking about, and you were saying that they were going to be coming over to the states. So a lot, yeah, a lot of the Imperial. I haven't watched NXT since anything mm-hmm. or. Um, I mean, I guess he's not on NXT on the main show now, right? But did yeah. he come over um, to the main roster, or did he stay over there in the UK? The other dude from Imperial. No, no, no. Um, so that, so the other person um, now known as Giovanni Vinci. I forgot what his original uh, name was, but um, no, he's, <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, he's main roster bound now. Um, there was a there was a fourth member of Imperium, but he's not in WWE anymore. Period, it hasn't been for quite some time. Um, but um, yeah, man, it was crazy when um, when Homie got the getting ready to introduce Gunther, and then he had Giovanni right there, and I, he was like, "Yeah, first I want to introduce Giovanni Vinci." I'm like, "No fucking way!" And then the, the leader of Imperium. I'm like, what? They didn't grow up. So, you know, already, you know, Triple H is like, man, people fucked with Imperium. I'm going to give them Imperium back. Imperium back. They were a draw. We're going to give them a re-debut as a crew here in the UK with this match with two people from the UK, both uh, both Sheamus and Gunther, respectively, respectively. And, again, that whole match hurt. <laughs> That whole match hurt. I, I went back and watched that match the other day. Oh, man. You know, it, it's, it's bad because, like, Seamus is, like, for real, for real Irish. Like, his skin is the same the same color as the, the StreamYard screen I'm looking at. So when he get chopped, when he get the bleed, and some serious shit go down, it's like, man, you see that shit. You have no choice but to see that shit. Gunther's an Austrian motherfucker. You know who else from Austria? Arnold motherfucking Schwarzenegger. So, so Gunther is Gunther is Arnold Schwarzenegger literally in a wrestling ring doing his thug dizzle. <laughs> but uh, man, that whole match hurt. What what was uh you got a you got a, a favorite moment from uh, Clash of Castle? If you watched it. I didn't watch it. Going through the whole thing, or you just want a you want a moment from that match? Oh, just um, well. Let's let, let's talk about a mo- let's talk about any any isolated moments from that match, or just or just any moments in general from the show that stuck out for you. I mean, Sheamus was looking tough today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheamus was getting his just due. Shout out to Josh. What up, Josh? What up, bro? God. And I said that that was great because I remember at one time when it was talks of Sheamus retiring. Yeah, so, yeah. See, see Seamus, and I mean, it's not like Seamus ain't been doing his thing, but to have a have a barn burner like that, as they say, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's, it, it was that that whole match was was literally worth every penny. Like it, it, for me, if the pay per view was just that match, I'd have been perfectly fine <laughs> with like <laughs> with like some exclusive event, and that'd be the main. But no, they. Um, I love that Gunther. Um, He's. I feel like he's bringing a, a, a certain type of prestige back to the the Intercontinental Championship. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like it, with his whole character and the whole Imperium mantra of yeah, his character is better when he got a squad. So yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. And their whole um, their whole thing about the map being sacred makes sense for for him to be the one holding the Intercontinental Championship. I am the flagship of the world of professional wrestling with all of with, with all of my skills. He's trying to make it like the pure title. Yeah, yeah, as it should be. And that's another crazy thing we'll get into later. That was so cool. But um yeah, what else happened that I was really like uh smitten over? Of course, obviously we know the 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 payoff for what we expected to happen uh with with uh the Mysterios, Edge and the Judgment Day. Dominic's a man now, baby. <laughs> Finally, you, about time they did something with him. He wasn't doing shit. We don't give a fuck about him, but I'm glad they, I'm glad they turned him. Very glad, very glad they turned him. But I love I that. Mean, he's he's like, like, go ahead. You, you would have turned Faria too, though. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Hey, friend. Yeah, ab- absolutely. If Rhea was trying to be your poppy. <laughs> Big facts, big facts. They don't see me nodding my head when they when they listen to this back. But uh, yeah, big facts. I'm and I get the shit out of. Um, not she pegged him. Mm-hmm. You see, he gave her the kendo stick. He knows what. Right. I know. Now you look over. <laughs> you you can give it to me. It's okay. <laughs> Hey man, and, then, and I almost feel like it's it's, it's poetry in motion because um, with him, even just like with Dominic's hairstyle, like I almost feel like he's purposely wearing the Eddie Guerrero mullet. <laughs> you feel me? Like I just, I, I really, I don't think that's that's just him wearing his hair. I literally think a lot of that is on purpose. And this whole storyline with this rift between him and his father circles back to when he was featured on television initially as a child. I really feel like this is all a, a full circle situation right now. And if it is... To find out that um, that Eddie Guerrero was really his daddy. <laughs> or just to say, like, you know, Uncle Eddie was there and you weren't. And- oh, fuck that. The same way that we found out that Kurt Angle had a black son. <laughs> right here on WWE. He's been lying there saying he was his daddy the whole time. That's hilarious. Oh, man. Right, so you're trying to tell me that when you said Eddie was trying to kidnap me, that was really my daddy trying to take me home? <laughs> That's the whole vibe. <laughs> I, I hope that the Judgment Day push does something cool. For, for for Dominic to the point to where maybe maybe in like a a year or two he can step out on his own as a true superstar and and really get a groundwork cracking. As far as his in ring work, he's polished. He just needs to develop a little more. His look, his his persona on the microphone. We know he can work. You know what I'm saying? But I but I, I hope that the Judgment Day push really gives him really gives him that, like- that thing he been missing. He can do like Chavo used to do and um and be anti-Mexican. Like not in a not in a racial way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying like stop doing luchador shit and just wrestle regular. 
You know, mm. you know, that's big facts. The same way the Dudleys used to like not remember the, during the time when they used to not use tables, mm-hmm. chant for them, and they was being such heels, they would be like, "No, nah, we not using the tables because y'all right." So mm-hmm. and so they expect him to do like a lucha flip or some shit like that. And he like, nah, and then he just stomps them. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like what, kind of like what Roosh does when when he'll he'll tease doing his finisher early on in the match, and then he'll stop himself and just kick the motherfucker in the face <laughs> with the one foot. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, wow, yeah, it was it, it was a lot of great moments. I definitely Drew and Roman, uh, man, you know, you know, and I, and, and and as soon as they said. That uh, that that homie was coming Austin up. Theory getting punched in the face. Oh, Austin Theory getting punched in the face by T- by Tyson Fury. Austin Theory, Tyson Fury. These motherfuckers all sound like Tekken characters now. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that was that that was a fun moment. I really feel like Austin Theory is just being like Barry, like dude, you're you're not just gonna be just pushed up to the top guy like Vince thought you were. You know, so, you know, we ain't doing that around here. We we don't do that around here. Rest in peace, Chad with Bozeman. <laughs> um, but also the Drew and Roman match was crazy. And then when they and then when they said like a couple of weeks prior that that Solo Sokoa coming up uh from NXT was like imminent, I'm like, if if it me and Rand talked about this over Jimmy John's, uh for those of y'all watching and listening, if if Roman was gonna retain the title this would be the way that he does it and much to my and much to my surprise but not surprise solo sokoa comes in make sure that his uh his cuz keeps the belt now for those now for those right. of y'all that <laughs> just going to show you that 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 blood is thicker than water for those of y'all that don't know um who uh, who Solo Sokoa is? He also used to wrestle under the name Safer Fat Two. He is uh, he is the younger brother of the Usos. This is uh, this is this is Joseph out of Jonathan Joshua, uh, Rikishi's youngest boy, and he's a bruiser just like the other two. So yeah, super 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 dope, and I can't wait to see what he does as a member of the Bloodline in the main roster, especially considering that we still got this whole tie-in with Sami Zayn, which is funny as hell, by the way. That whole angle has been hilarious. Sami has been doing some of his best material ever, uh, being this Bloodline member. What you think, T? Yeah, but it's gonna it's gonna lead to him and Kevin Owens getting back together, and them facing the Usos. So, I mean, that's gonna be good. That's <laughs> good is an understatement to see They'll Kevin and They'll, they'll probably give them the titles because the Usos didn't have them for a long time. So that'll Kevin probably, and Sammy, yes, yeah, them getting back together and and being best friends forever um, until Kevin Owens turns on them later on. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Let's, <laughs> Let's get my holy shit in on that one. That's all we waiting on. When he get power bombed on the apron again, <laughs> yeah, man, Clash of the Castle. Listen, for those of you, if you do not or, have, oh, I go mean, ahead. oh no, I was saying like he's still gonna turn on them, but yeah. while they're but while they're a tag team, and hopefully we get DIY as a tag team, 
and then we can get Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus DIY. Hell, man. Too many possibilities because now we're, you know, Triple H is is paying attention and kind of loosely giving the people what they want without saying that's what he's doing. So all of that, the, the sheer thought of all of that is like, yo, that's actually a possibility at this point. It's not I mean, just, he, also, he also giving us what he wants. Yeah, yeah. He was thinking about about him having the the biggest sandbox with all the toys. It's like, <laughs> now that he ain't got no now that he ain't got nobody else in the sandbox he got to share the toys with, he can do whatever he wants with it. Absolutely. That's a this person, he can make this person go against this person. Quality yeah. takes you. He needs, he needs some help with the names though, because damage control is wet. <laughs> what damage control? No, hold on, hold on. I like, I like damage control. I'm sorry, that name hard as hell. I very much like damage, and the fact that they're spelling it with the the CTRL like the button. Yeah, that shit's hard. Yeah, like they're trying to control their narrative. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man, but no, damage control is hard. That's a that's a hard faction name, especially because you don't you already don't see a lot of you see more more uh women tag teams than you do factions so you got a woman's faction with a dope name there's no particular gimmick to them being a faction other than they just they want to take control back of the the women's roster bailey is just the right person to lead uh eo and and dakota and there's some wins as they've been getting it cracking it's been wonderful man so uh i they they picked up a win at, at clash if i'm not mistaken yeah, uh, you know they they off to a great start. I look forward to seeing what they do with it. Very dope. He's so stupid. <laughs> Joshua says damage control is playing B after failing to pull. <laughs> right, like what right. damage they controlling? <laughs> they say the damage that's been done to the 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 women's roster. <laughs> you know, they, at least at least that's how they feel anyway. But um. Either way, definitely go check that pay-per-view out. Clash of the Castle was fire. Peacock Premium, WWE section. Go stream that. Was there any any fallout from Raw about it? I mean, we do have... Oh, um, man. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about... So so let's go right into Monday Night Raw. Somebody said the worst kept secret in wrestling because everybody knew he was returning. Yeah, well, they they didn't really... Well, no, they had to announce it because everybody knew. So they even just let you know, like, yeah, he'll be all raw. <laughs> mm-hmm, absolutely. But it's still, but what was still great is I feel like even with everybody knowing, he still got a great pop on Monday Night Raw, man. Um, yeah, man, we seen we seen the return of um, of Adam Schur, aka Braun Strowman, as Braun Strowman back to WWE again. Um, first of all, if you've seen the little bit of the work that he did on the independent scene through all this time he's been gone, I'm so happy that he cut that shit off the side of his head. <laughs> did, did you see the, the the spikes that he was wearing on the two ends? Yeah, he was he, he was making bald head dudes look real suspect for quite some time. I, I need him to never do that again, seriously. <laughs> but uh, he came through. He, he dealed a couple of choke slams. He was already he was already looking that way just before he left WWE in terms of just him slimming up and bulking up. He really looks good now. Um, 
you know. And then, and then I'm sure he's happy to be back on the roster with his girl because uh, he dates uh, Raquel Rodriguez in real life. So, well, well, I thought I heard that they broke up. Oh, did they? See, that's new. That that will be new information to me. Whoops. Yikes. I, I heard it was that new age um, um, follow each other on, on Instagram breakup. Oh, uh, uh, that shit. Well, you know, best of luck to them both. But either way, we got Braun Strowman back. So do you? So do you feel like are we setting up for for? Uh, I think you. I think you had mentioned this before with Braun Strowman returning. Do you think we we're, we're gonna see? Uh, possibly a Bray Wyatt return sometime in the foreseeable future? I mean, I would hope, but I don't know the way that they did it because, you know, they 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 brought Braun back as his own man, so I don't know. Maybe yeah. when maybe when Bray comes back, maybe maybe Braun will um, you know, help him help him win a match or something like that and then we'll see that Braun is back with him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, do Braun do, do Braun look too clean to be in the Wyatt family now? I mean, not with the not with the fiend character. He could just be an evil, handsome dude. It's a lot of those around. <laughs> Man, I don't want them to bring the fiend back. I want them to bring the just, buzzard back. Oh, just just flat out Bray Wyatt. I don't know. I feel like I feel them to bring that back. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy I enjoy him more as a as a microphone personality than just kind of being in the mask and, and doing all that. I, I, I prefer that, Bray Wyatt. You're absolutely right. I yeah, completely his, his agree. Right That's why people like the, the Firefly Funhouse. Mm-hmm. Trying to hear Bray be Bray without the fiend mask. Yeah. Absolutely, man. I, I need I need that Bray back, definitely. But now, who knows what they're bargaining or who, what they're trying to figure out, maybe trying to figure out the right time, a big moment to bring Bray back or something like that. Because I feel like Bray is somebody that you just bring back willy-nilly, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We got a good question. Um, how many people you think from AEW will go back to WWE with all the drama going on and now that Triple H is more control of creative? Um, I mean... We think Bobby Fish is trying to go back. <laughs> right. You know, Bobby Fish left on you know on his own terms, leaving Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole in AEW by themselves. So on an interview or podcast or some shit, he was um he was sucking trips off, you know, <laughs> how great he was. I think he's trying to leave that back door open. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Huh? Which which part? Because I because I forgot. Oh yeah, absolutely. So so no. Uh, Gigi brought up a good point. She she brought it's funny because before uh, before Josh even chatted that and before we streamed today, Gigi actually brought up that point yesterday uh, with all of the the AEW drama that we'll get it that we'll get into uh, in just a second. Um, now how appealing next to Triple H being in charge of everything now how appealing is the the, the WWE creative uh, notion looking right now so only oh, time will tell got contracts over there they ain't going nowhere yeah 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 nowhere unless Tony Khan decide to let you go if you mm-hmm. if you're under contract and he think you beneficial then you ain't going nowhere if you somebody like Bobby Fish who I don't know if his contract was up or he just let him out of his contract but people who not doing much 
somebody's not going to care about letting them go. Mm-hmm. You can go back and have fun with Triple H all you want to. That don't mean that you're going to be a star over in that company, but I mean, like MJF ain't going nowhere. MJF ain't going nowhere. Yeah, he's still. I mean, he's talking all that shit, but if his contract is up and he want to go, he can, but he ain't going nowhere before the end. Yeah, and I and, and honestly, I think the I think him mentioning the the him being released in 2024 and everything like that is is just all part of the character anyway. I don't think I think he gonna renew his contract in 2024. He'll be he's one of he is one of the pillars of AEW. He's one of they he's one of they solid homegrown dudes. So I just I would be I would almost be upset to see him go somewhere else just because he's such a good heel. And man, that energy in AEW is, is, is well wanted and needed. And speaking of speaking of heaters that uh you know that that Tony Khan is trying to keep around, one of them might be expendable. Well, mm-hmm. fuck it. Let's talk about all. Let's of let's talk about it, cause man. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can, let's discuss the show and then the aftermath. Uh, yeah, definitely. Let's discuss the show first. Somebody has to. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's like it's like things got to be discussed in flu- fluidity because I can't, fluidity, I can't right? I can't talk about one without talking about the other because if we talk about the trios tournament final, uh-huh. well, we had some winners and now we Damn. got some new ones. So, Damn! Damn! All right. So, well. You can't, you can't take it from, you can't take it away from Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, the elite. They are the inaugural AEW trio champions. They won it first. Mm-hmm. They are. But, uh, but one day, the true champions won that shit, who I feel like should have won it anyway. Hey, Death Triangle. Death Triangle. So. Nice little, nice little reset and fix on that. Unfortunately, we had to get some suspensions in order to make that happen. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, pack two belts. <laughs> somebody said two pack uh, earlier. Yeah, so I heard somebody call them two belts. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man! All Atlantic champion and and trios champion alongside the Lucha Bros. Yeah, they gonna def- they gonna definitely make them belts fun for sure. Yeah, man. Um, that all came, uh, of course, as a result of uh, a, a major news headline, something that that shook the wrestling world. As CM Punk has has known to do once or twice, but this was really like uh, this was a little cringeworthy. It's the, only, it's the only important matches to talk about. We talked about the trios, now let's talk about the the heavyweight champion. Right, so we got to talk about the world title picture. So as far as the match goes, um, yeah, we seen CM Punk and John Mosley wrestle a full match. It was fire on all sides. It was some back and forth action. From what I understand, um, CM Punk, I believe, tore his pectoral muscle on an outside dive, so that sucks, but he still wrestled the whole match. Still got his pec. Okay. Yeah. So um still ended up wrestling the whole match. Uh we seen that that really dope uh damn dives. Yeah, man. They Real talk. <laughs> you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. <laughs> yeah, Fucking man. Off. I don't know. Be doing all that damn dives. Like <laughs> punk the most 
shit. Next to Bobby Fish, punked the most injured man in AEW. Like, oh my soul. Like, you just had a broken foot. You just got fixed and came back and got injured again. Nigga, you won. Like I said, watch, rinse, repeat. You won the title, got hurt, dropped the title, came back, won the title, got hurt, dropped the title. Just all bad on all sides at all out, man. And if and I was John Moxley, I'd be extra fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, nigga, I was the champ. You came back to beat me to drop it. <laughs> yeah. So regard. So it's like regardless of whether or not the the media scrum happened or not, um, and however they might be looking at him, he would still would have drop it anyway. Right. He would still be out. They they talking about uh, they talking about six to eight months. On the shelf, and and whether I was saying that he might have been going off like that because he knew he was hurt, or like just being upset because mm. that, you know, like you feel if you hurt, you feel if something is wrong. You like, mm. goddamn, I just came back, I just won this shit, and now I know I'm hurt again. Mm. I just start pitching a bitch. It <laughs> might. I mean, it's it's possible, but it's still it. What still doesn't doesn't change the fact that. All out, it wasn't it, it wasn't their best all out, but it was still really dope. We seen a really exciting uh tag match, by the way, with, with the acclaimed and swerve in our glory, which they will be running back at the uh Dynamite Grand Slam in, Oh yeah, uh, that was like a, that was like a four star match. That was they, a, they, they had a they had a good ass match. But you trying to get back to the wrestling, I'm trying to get back to the to the fuck shit. Oh no no no, I was just I, I was just saying as an example. They said the young buck super kick Kenny Omega. I mean um CM Punk's door down after the after the media scrum. So <laughs> um for it, it from there so and finally the report came out on on their side of the thing. Um, they're saying that the young bucks actually didn't come at him with no sort of aggression they knocked on his locker room door <laughs> and they kind of and, and they kind of just like came in when they seen the door was unlocked they wasn't on no aggressive shit but they said punk immediately just start throwing hands as soon as he see him hey nigga your <laughs> name your name ain't on this locker room walking in my locker room okay Oh man! Spice, y'all walking in my place, right? And then, and then Kenny came in there to get the dog out of the way, all the bullshit. And then he ended up getting caught in a steel, who's Punk's boy that works for AEW. He was in there. He didn't bit somebody. B trigger, (laughs) (laughs) a suplex or whatever. Um, Yeah, you know, with all the steam behind Punk. It just wasn't the time of place. That was the time for you to put over John Moxley, talk about how incredible of a match that was, talk about MJF coming back. That was that was the time to do that. Like he completely took the steam away from what was essentially like a a 3.75 out of five as far as wrestling pay-per-views go. And he took that steam and one fucking uh, panel completely destroyed everything by airing out his personal issues with uh, Scott Colton, a.k.a. Colt Cabana, with uh, with the EVPs, Hangman Page and the Bucks. And it's just like, dude, and I love Punk. I'm, I'm, I'm shot town to the core. I love CM Punk. I love him for many years, but I got to agree with Josh on this. It's like, man... 
be cool, dog. You just got back. You ain't you ain't got it like that. And then my whole fans are fickle, okay? Mm-hmm. Fans are fickle. Very. Just sucking CM Punk's dick when he was with FTR. Right. And everybody was in love. Oh my god, when he was telling the story, I just read it on Twitter talking about um I got I got beat up by these two guys one summer and then we rode bikes the whole summer and that was FTR or something. Like they didn't know <laughs> each other since they was kids or whatever. And they were like, oh my God, somebody needs to make this movie and all this other type <laughs> shit. And now all of a sudden y'all are like hashtag fire super punks. Fuck out of here. Y'all don't do nothing to get worked in the shoots and and get shoot work thrown at y'all. And that's like that's what I'm saying. Like it ain't it ain't nothing. People don't like each other. That's fine. Y'all, yeah. You don't. You don't like people at your job all the time. That don't mean shit. We still gotta work together and make money. So firing CM Punk, I don't think is the right thing to do. Nah. Suspending him, just like you suspended everybody else, is fine. It's fucked up that they got suspended if CM Punk started to fight because mm-hmm. because now they had to drop their titles because of CM Punk's issues and attitudes backstage. But absolutely you know hopefully everybody can take shit together just like mjf he's back but i'm sure when he left that it was real tension between him and tony Khan, and mm-hmm. shit had to get eased over and part of that was hey why don't you take a vacation yeah you know? straight straight up like like i don't i don't think firing him would necessarily be the answer neither um just just like you said he got to be out anyway with the injury. So for however long it'll take him to rehab on this in- on this injury, six eight months, and he still got to he still got to come back and finish the feud with MJF. So right, he has no you know just just do him like that. He has no ties to the company. Uh, Malachi Black, for example, um, he has what they call a, a conditional release. So he's apparently going through some mental health issues and it is a serious thing because he also had an indie date uh a couple of indie dates that he was supposed that he was supposed to fill and, and along with uh exiting aew after all out he also had to cancel them indie dates as well so i definitely don't believe it's just some ploy just for him to get back in the arms of triple h they gave him a conditional release meaning that him yeah, meaning that uh, him he he always got a he always got an open door to come back to AEW. Uh, so that that part is like mm-hmm. it's you're playing a sport like every a sport that don't end like basketball yeah. gets seasons off, football gets seasons off, wrestling don't, and they traveling and they fighting. It's their body, it's their mind, mm-hmm. it's how they're getting pushed, how their character is being portrayed. Like, there's so much shit that probably weighs on them that a vacation is needed at some point. It is. I, I completely agree with that. They don't, like you said, they don't get six, six seven months off like football right. players and, and basketball players. Even though CM Punk is going to be rehabbing and doing all this other shit, I feel like he came back real fast after his foot got better. Yeah. So it's like, it's like you, you out, but you out with an injury you are rehabbing you're not just like MJF had it the best because he was able to just leave and just he wasn't hurt he wasn't on the shelf he just was not there mm-hmm. you know I do agree with this statement he says they're too good at the shoots for promos and how they twist the real beef in with certain parties the fact that that Tony sees this as a gold mine he won't necessarily shoot him in the foot but with that said Tony doesn't have a good enough grip on some things and the way the drama's coming out could jeopardize the whole deal with Warner Discovery 
to comment on that, I think um, I think that's why Jericho said what he said on Dynamite. And he said oh. that um, about him being the locker room general, basically. Oh like, yeah. He said that in, in in saying, "Y'all better get this shit together." I'm about to get mm-hmm. this shit. Together. Yeah, yeah. And I so, and, and and I know he you. For too long, obviously he done been there since the beginning of AEW. But mm-hmm. all of his travels and everything, it's like you lucky to have such a tenured person in the locker room like that the same way like Undertaker used to be at WWE. Absolutely. I'm sure after all of this shit and seeing how that could jeopardize the whole shit with people in the back doing fuck shit like that, y'all gotta get control over the locker room. Yeah, I'm sure Christian Cage would probably feel the same way. Unfortunately, he's he's out with an injury as well. He got six to eight months on the show. Him and uh, I, I wanted to see more of, of him and Jungle Boy at All Out. It was a quick match, but it was a dope match nonetheless. Man, I hate that he had that he got to be shelled too. But you know, hopefully when he come back, I would assume he would talk some you know motivation into these young guys. And we all said uh, on Wednesday like this could either be the best dynamite ever, or they could fall under the weight of of all of their main stars being gone. Turns out they made the best out of a fucked up situation. And, and this past Wednesday's episode of Dynamite was fire. And obviously, just like we talked about, we've seen Death Triangle Pack and the Lucha Bros take the trios titles now. And, um, and I mean, they did they did a smart thing with um, with Jack Perry because mm-hmm. uh, they they obviously knew Christian was injured already. So then they decided to make a Luchasaurus heel. Mm-hmm. So, that, so that he's got a fuse why Christian is on the show. You know? Smart. So they're gonna they're gonna go ahead and do that. And um also I wanna say um the last time that we were potting and we discussed all out, I said that Hobbs should beat the shit out of Ricky Starks, which he did. <laughs> he sure did, man. Yeah, man. That was that was uh that was interesting. Uh Ultimate heel and ultimate baby face work. That's going to be them. Yeah. Hobbs and Ricky Starks. Um, I love yeah. Ricky's new gear, by the way. It looked like it looked like he was coming out there with motorcycle uh, pants on and some shit. Them shit was hard. I can't believe we ain't even talked about Action Bronson. We was just that we gonna get into that. Yeah, that was my ne- that, that that was my next yeah, thing. I was a whole, you got a whole AEW rap segment. Man, just this was that was the that was the icing on the cake. I, I, I that was like the the last thing I was gonna talk about in turn in, in terms of AEW because man, the icing on the cake on this was um, first of all, shout out to the homie Westside motherfucking gun. Yeah, but that was on dynamite though. Action was on. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. My bad. So, Action first. Well, sorry. Yeah, but- Action Bronson first. Uh, Every hook comes out to Action Bronson's music. Mm-hmm. Chairman, Chairman's um, intent. Chairman's intent. Yep. And um, and and on the this was on the pre-show though for for All Out, which the pre-show was called what? Uh, All Out Zero Hour. Zero Hour. So um, Hook won his match. He won the battle, but lost the war because he then got jumped after his match. By members of the Jericho Appreciation Society. Mm-hmm. And then here comes Action Bronson flying out the crowd. AS came up, I mean, uh, Action Bronson came out the front row, got in the ring, 
got he to said, toss I ain't him been working out and losing weight for nothing. <laughs> he got this to was, toss him. This was my. This was in the contract. I said, Hook can use my music as long as I get to beat somebody's ass. <laughs> and, and he came in and cashed in and collected, and it in a pay per view. Word. I mean, isn't that a? I mean, premium live event. Man, listen. I thought that's what they said that it's gonna be him and Hook versus them two in um in New York. What? So what's the next pay per view that um? What well, next? What well, the next big event? Uh, which is not exactly a pay per view, but it is still one of their big events. Is the the Dynamite Grand Slam? In the yeah, Bay. that's where it's gonna be at. Oh shit, yo, that's crazy. Doing a tag match with Hook and Bronson versus them two. And wow. I can them two. What's their name? <laughs> cool, uh, cool hand ends, Angelo Parker and Daddy Magic, Matt Menard of the okay, Jericho. So cool hand Luke and <laughs> okay, I, I see, and that's and that's why they're wearing suits and shit. They think yeah. they're grifters, okay, yeah. okay. Absolutely, Daddy Magic and, and, and Cool Hand Ends. Yeah, man. I think they pull sharks. I got you, yeah. <laughs> uh, dude. I'm 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 geeked about that. I didn't even know that part that that was what was supposed to be happening. Yeah, Bronson finna be in there. Um, if you if you go on um AW's Instagram, I think they got it pinned the video where it's um Action Bronson and Hook and uh, right. Um, the dudes from JAS um, but then they go but then the they, okay they gonna have the match hell yeah hell yeah Bronson gonna get to toss some motherfuckers around I'm uh-huh. super geeked about that so Very we got that going on and then and obviously then. with the other rap shit we got the acclaim so I wanna go the acclaim's match with Swerve and our glory that she was talking about absolutely four star match all everybody the loves the acclaim everybody claim is fucking over and the people wanted them to win that night people were booing swerve and keith lee because they won and that's crazy because name a time in your life as long as you've been watching keith lee whether it be indie wwe or whatever literally name a time where keith lee has ever been booed completely different surroundings man when you come to the shot they want what they want and they don't give a fuck how over you are <laughs> how crazy it how crazy is it how much um billy gun is over man oh, billy it's all over again <laughs> man he let them he let them young boys build him into being probably more over more over now than he's probably ever been as a solo act in his entire wrestling I believe career. He, but I, I wouldn't count him as a solo act because he with the acclaim. He's daddy yeah. ass right now. But yeah. they chant daddy ass. They not chanting for your kids. Right. <laughs> and they wasn't even, they stopped chanting for the acclaim and they was chanting daddy ass like Billy Gunn is yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, man. But he got to thank the acclaim for that because I'm sure oh, all yeah. of that was, was their idea. Like, man, you the ass man. You got to be. It's pink and black instead of green and black right now. He's Absolutely. And. Uh, daddy ass and and sipping me daddy ass. Like we was talking about that being a new circuit. Like, it's all the it's all the same beats of like fucking DX. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a. <laughs> 
Listen, I want to scissor me daddy ass, sir. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, random high question for the day. If you could bring back any dead musical artist and have them be a wrestler, who would you choose? Good question out the crowd. I don't know. What you say to that? That's interesting. A dead artist and bring them back as a wrestler? Well, we already have a Michael Jackson impersonator uh, out wrestling right now, so that, that kind of already fulfills my... <laughs> Santana Jackson, shout out to him. Uh, I don't know Meatloaf, ain't he dead? Uh, yo, I think he is. I'll bring him back so that he could play his role that he played in um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, like the dead zombie biker. <laughs> what didn't Meatloaf also do the, the I would do anything for like his song? I think that's him too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to come out to that. That's the whole. <laughs> now, the last question was asked. We was about to get to dynamite. Yes, the Westside Gun. Oh my God, Westside Gunhausen. Boom, boom. So, give them, give them a round of applause. Give them the loud round of applause. Oh yeah, big crowd, shit. big crowd energy. Let's go. Yep. Give them yep. the boom, boom, booms and the doop, doop, doop. Boom, 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 boom. And all that because he done been at every fucking AW pay-per-view pretty much. Front row, there, just doing it for the culture. Everybody's saying, yo, when you gonna get your shine? When you gonna get your shine? He's like, yo, I'm just there because I love this shit. I'm just there politicking, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they knew who he was and he been hanging out backstage. He just ain't been getting no TV love. But shit, that's even better, though, because he probably been building those connects and those relationships behind the scenes. Not yep. to mention you got wrestlers there that's from Buffalo. So it only makes sense. I'm sure Daniel Garcia pulled for West Side Gun to be able to do that as well. And the Butcher and the Blade and Bunny. Right. So for them to be there, a row and a half deep, all red hoodies, and then West Side Gun coming out. I was shocked about that. I thought he was just going to be in the crowd. I didn't know he was about to come out and, and perform. So they gave him his just do. He got his. He got his moment. He got to. He got to come out because I mean, shit. I didn't got that moment before. Randa got that moment. Of course, me and Rand did it at ROH. We got to come out while Rand performed and walked down the ramp. Randon did it at Madison Square Garden. West Side Gun was there to see that, and Hell now. Yeah. Come around full circle, Westside Gun getting his moment where he gets to come down the actual ramp with the mic, rapping, bringing bringing him to the stage. And after the cameras went off, Garcia brought him in the ring. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I did see that. that clip, but yeah, I did. He, uh, he brought him in and um and gave him his shine inside the ring. Man, I, I'm talking about as a as a Westside Gun fan, I was just really happy to to see him get that stage time and get that just do. He was up there doing Dr. Birds. I love Dr. Birds. Uh, but yeah, that essentially became Daniel Garcia's entrance. Like, damn, like, just, like, even if it was just for that one night, Garcia came out there ready to fight to Dr. Birds, and it was just a good look. Like, it was just like, ooh, this is crazy. Drag, the Dragon Slayer. Yes, sir, man. Blessing, blessings to Gun. Shout out to Gun. first of all. Also, not only, you were talking about the rare hoodies. Yo, the, the, those are some, some custom uh, GXFR hoodies with, yeah, with the bleed. Sale. 
Yeah, not for sale with the bleeding bunny on them. Like, dude, those are fire. Like, damn, he got that fashion shit. Like, he he got that shit, man. And that was also a good match Us. between um, Yuta and and Daniel Garcia. And man, such a good such a good move taking Yuta from the best friends and putting him with. Um, the BCC Cold Combat Club, yes, um, because he's he's becoming a star in his own right. That he was he was out of place. I always thought he was out of place with the best friends. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nah, he's a he's a wrestler, and he needed to be with a crew of people that like to wrestle, that love that competition. And then you had him and him and Garcia wrestling under pure rules for that belt. And for those of you that may not be familiar with Ring of Honor or may not be familiar with pure with, with pure rules, you got to see it in, in such a you, you got to see it in like its best form yesterday. Cause because him and Daniel Garcia him and Daniel Garcia are two of the best at that shit right now. And it was a great move with Garcia uh taking the belt to a big celebration at home with the confetti. And man, like big and, win. And Brian Danielson coming in and putting Woo! Yes. The American showing, Dragon. Showing him that wrestlers respect each other and and this is your big moment and we ain't got no beef and you beat me, but I'm here to celebrate you still. Absolutely. You know? Unlike unlike Jericho, who didn't want to be here to celebrate you, that's what he was, you know. Yeah, exactly. And so even no, even though um, what's his name? Um, fuck, lost my train of thought. Um, what's his name? Keeps saying that um, they they want him in the BCC, but they don't want him because they oh um, William Regal. Yeah, William Regal. They like they, the competition. Competition, mm-hmm. but it's like. Is he going to eventually be with the BCC or is this just going to be to split him up from the Jericho Appreciation Society? Because you hear the crowd chanting, you're a wrestler. Like, he is. He know he a wrestler. I, I mean, what's great about the Blackpool Combat Club is despite the fact that they're a faction, they all still operate um, individually, fully individually, especially like, for example, Claudio Castanoli with uh, with the Ring of Honor World Championship and whatnot. So I think even if you do make him a member of the Blackpool Combat Club, it's it, that is still not going to interfere with Daniel Garcia being being like a great solo star. I think I, I think right now, if, whether he joins the BCC or not, I just think he needs to focus on being the one of the biggest he got the pure title now like you got to be it's man. crazy with the amount of time the with the amount of wrestling that he's done yo did he just sign his AEW contract who garcia yeah no he been he been signed so I, saw some, I saw somebody post some some his um daniel garcia is all elite and like the tony Khan message from him making it seem like he been wrestling not contracted this whole time, and he nah, just he, he been under contract because him and uh him and uh Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange when they were known as 2.0, they all got signed around the same time. Remember, they all were with each other. So mm-hmm. I was gonna say that um yeah, I like Daniel Garcia more than I like Sammy Guevara, <laughs> <laughs> and they they've made people care about. 
Daniel Garcia and his story and him having this pure title. But Sammy Gar- Sammy Guevara had the TNT title a bunch of times, so nobody give a fuck. He's yeah. The, he's the mixed tag champion right now. Don't nobody care. So, I mean... <laughs> but I feel like it's weird that in this... Um, tournament of champions or whatever that you got two people from the BCC and two people from JAS in it. And again, that's the yeah, and and again that's the thing I was thinking about because remember I was just saying that even though the BCC is a faction, all of the individual members still operate as individuals and they still want they still want them belts and they still want that fire too and, and the nature of the group is sometimes that may make them go against each other mm-hmm. so like you know that's the mode you know motherfuckers you gotta fight that out you know it's, it's it's blood guts and respect over there at the BCC you just gotta be ready for that um, I'm sure they I'm right, sure let's, they, stop call, let's stop calling it the BCC man <laughs> what <laughs> it ain't it ain't the BBC my nigga <laughs> real, real quick I wanna put this up here you said it ain't the BBC yeah it ain't that <laughs> Josh, you oh, damn fool. Okay, not the yeah, BCC. yeah, man. Right. Blackpool Combat Club, not Blackpool Bombat Club. <laughs> the not, the, not, not the British Broadcasting Channel. No, <laughs> and certainly not that other thing because I don't think it's a black member in that entire faction. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, in short, WWE is getting better. AEW uh, is a a, a control mess. To together, right? AEW <laughs> is a control mess, and um, wrestling wrestling as a whole is just super crazy right now. Um, just side side note about um uh, about wrestling in general. Uh, Impact. We're seeing Mickey James on her final run came out and cut a promo and announced that like this is her you know this this a big go home run so you know super excited and blessings to her we've all seen her for multiple promotions or whatever but anyway um with that being said yo so in honor of uh, of rock knowledge who uh who isn't with us tonight um we gotta we gotta do a burial well rock ain't the burial person rock is the snack person rock is the snack person you're the burial person okay okay so so with that being said because y'all i don't know if if you trading off and i'll be losing my train of thought with that being said we're gonna bury those muffins that see him (laughs) (laughs) all that sugar must have got him turned up when he went to the locker room i don't know what it was he had a he had a whole garbage bag full of soda that he was He was drinking and a box full of muffins, and obviously that's not the pregame snack or the postgame <laughs> snack that somebody needs because it then lost his whole mind and made him lose his whole family. Uh, Sugary muffins, never man, a good thing at a media scrum. I don't know if you saw the, um, the clip that I had posted on the Mad Mania page. It was BoJack Horseman with the muffins. Yes, <laughs> and I said this is. <laughs> Bro, I cried on my soul. I cried when I say I cried because I love BoJack Horseman. 
That was one of my early favorite. Like when when Netflix really started doing like original animated series, BoJack was one of the earlier ones, and I was flying the flag for BoJack when wasn't nobody paying attention. So I seen that and I was like, oh, this man is stupid because <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> like that was that was pre match how how um how Punk got his muffins. <laughs> 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 Drop it. <laughs> you stupid. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Jim Ross. Hello. <laughs> hey man, speaking of broken in half, I, I hope that for, first of all, I, I hope two things. Number one, I sincerely hope that this that this is a that maybe not the fight part but i hope that we've all been duped into like a reality based work and that hopefully in a in a few months this can all be behind us i don't want to see cm punk get fired however um the media scrum was not the place to air your dirty laundry about Colt Cabana who don't nobody even hardly see unless unless Tony's doing an ROH event at this point so um, hopefully if they just suspend him and if uh, if he comes back healthy and doing a thing he'd probably have to rise from the from the you know from a little bit lower on the card but it's just one of those things that that has to be done and uh, you know, hopefully he'll learn his lesson out of that, or whatever the situation may be. I don't want to see none of them. Uh, <clears throat> I don't want to see none of them. Uh, you know, do that anymore. G, put your blanket on. I can see you all in my camera. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, wow, <laughs> wrestling's just been a wrestling's just been a crazy mess, and it's just it's it's so much to so much to to get into in terms of that but i just hope and pray to god that um aew continues to to put on a quality show focusing on the stars that they got there that are working that are doing a thing and regardless of any personal issues that everybody's just making the great the best television program possible because it looked like wwe coming back for that ass again so yeah, and I, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad about good it either. On, good wrestling on both sides mean good wrestling for me. That man. Need we need, need we say more? Um, so go um, ahead and clear your throat and get your singing voice together. <laughs> <laughs> because we got a mad mania snack of the week. So Stacking. I don't. I don't think either one of us was prepared due to Rock telling us that he wasn't showing up until later. So okay. I would say give it to um, Serena, right? Didn't she just retire? Oh, yeah. Serena Williams, man. Legend, man. The GOAT. The Michael, the, 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 the Michael Jordan... Of that's just that's demeaning. Okay, let's is not it? do that. To say what you was about to say, she the Michael Jordan of tennis. I was gonna say that. Why is that demeaning? Because maybe Michael Jordan is the Serena of basketball. So you gotta think about those things. Oh right? boy, here you go. <laughs> she just Michael, Michael Jordan is the Michael Jordan of everything. <laughs> he just no, nah, that's he just the goat of tennis. That's what it is. 
I heard it was somebody that's got more grand slams than her. One but more, the she got 23 and she got 24 or something. So I read the, the whole same. article about that lady and I was like, all oh, her shit is fraud. <laughs> right. She ain't no champ. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> trying, trying to talk shit about Serena, talking about I've always admired her, but she hasn't admired me. Bitch, shut up. You 85. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, congratulations to, to Serena Williams on um, an incredible career um, behind the net doing a damn thing. She alluded um, that it might be some chances of her coming back, but not in full capacity. So she probably will play in like some um, celebrity tournaments or as she know, should. something like that. She's earned her right and she still is in shape to do so. But as she should. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, she, um, she's also earned her right to put the racket down right now and go um, enjoy her family. You and know, make and do whatever it is that she want to do. You know, she didn't. She didn't made the family. She got the baby. Got the husband. She, yeah, she, she doing it all right now. Probably got a. He pulled that Eve on us. That you oh was my! Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Another one that got Good away. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Another one that got away, man. Fuck. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, y'all keep letting y'all keep letting the rich ones get away. Y'all, y'all letting the quiet. Y'all supposed to keep them over here to keep that money in the black community. Y'all letting them quiet. Y'all letting the quality ones escape. They already did that with Eve, <laughs> and they did it with Serena. They didn't did it with with uh, uh, Tamara Maori. <laughs> Actually, she did that. So anyway, that's another conversation. <laughs> but yeah, blessings to Serena Williams. Uh, yeah, good luck. she is definitely snackalicious. Oh. I mean, she's a whole meal, but you can mm-hmm. take a piece of that and have a snack. Oh man, definitely. As long as she take off that makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I'm just talking shit. Love you, Serena. But. We're going to go ahead and get up out of here, man. Um, we, we appreciate everybody on here for rocking with us. Of course, you could have been anywhere else in the world. Do we have any final thoughts, uh, T? Um, wrestling is fun, man. Wrestling is crazy. We it's, it's, it's made the group chat alive the past couple weeks. Shit. Um, Everybody's talking about wrestling, including fact, people that don't even watch. <laughs> the fact that y'all are going to get a return episode of the Steel Cage, I've heard yeah. that they're recording tonight yeah. because, of, because of all the wrestling hoopla. So, I mean, y'all bringing, y'all bringing podcasts out of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> y'all brought the Steel Cage out, man. Uh, blessings to our sister podcast. Uh, Steel Cage, man. Uh, much love to the guys. Yeah, they got a lot to talk about too. So you can listen to us. You can listen to them. You uh, you got options. Find us on Geekscape Network. You know Geekscape.net. Shout out to the homie Matt. You, then my boys over there getting it geeky. One of them got a um um got a movie that he said oh. is being um being screened right now. So mm-hmm. you know, we'll share more information of that. 
Hell yeah. And, and blessings again uh, to, to Mega Ren on having Tractor Beam from Live 95 placed in Clerks 3. That's public information. Clerks 3 is uh, is is out or about to be out from what I understand officially. So, oh yeah, uh, Ren, Ren released that information already. He, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. he posted the video of, of Kevin Smith singing Tractor Beam. Hell yeah. Yeah. So now I'm talking about as far as the movie, I don't know, is the movie in theaters or it's about to be, it's like... Um, I think it's... Um, I. I I don't think that the theater blah 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 blah. I don't know sure. if it's in theaters all at once mm-hmm. or if it's releasing or if they're going on a road show where it's mm-hmm. like it'll be in select theaters wherever they show up to do the the premieres yeah. or whatever, which would be cool. And then they'll, and then they'll they'll let it bubble for a minute and probably send it to streaming and rack up the numbers there because I think they set it out. To, I think they set out to do what they want to do, and that's cool. Um, it's funny because speaking of um, speaking of uh, clerks, Rosario Dawson said she would be willing to return as the night nurse uh, when the new uh, Daredevil series comes out. In, in 2024, so I, I hope I hope that happens. I would love I would love for her to return. I really enjoyed her in that character. And uh, with that being said, man, um, yeah, regardless of what your favorite product is, uh, it's some great wrestling out there. Uh, New Japan's gonna be heading to New Zealand soon uh, to to mob over there with some of the best and brightest they got over there. Uh, Impact is going crazy. Like I said, Mickey James is in a final run right now. I also want to give a shout out to the Motor City Machine Guns, Chris Saban and Alex Shelley, because seeing them on AEW pay-per-view, even if it was for one show, was pretty fucking cool, if I have to say so. So, uh, Blessings to those guys. And yeah, regardless of what product you watch, man, it's wrestling. Wrestling wrestling is is the, the greatest show on earth. Fuck Ringling Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we love it. We love y'all for listening. We love y'all for watching. For those of you that joined us on our new YouTube page, welcome and thank you. For those of you that joined us on Twitter, welcome and thank you. For those of you that joined us on Facebook, welcome and thank you. We will be back in two weeks with more wrestling and hip-hop culture talk. Um, Gang will be in attendance. And with that being said, on behalf of myself... And the villain T call over there to my right. We appreciate y'all joining us for episode 210 of the Matt Mania podcast. And as always, in pardon, do us a favor. Keep your shoulders off the mat. Yo, before you hang that up, I just want okay. to say to fix to fix what I was saying earlier. Uh-huh. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's let's rewind real quick. Rewind. Go ahead. <laughs> The movie that is screening is called El Ray. Right now, he's screaming, screening it at the Burbank Film Fest, and that would be Jonathan from Geekscape Network. So oh, nice. Make sure you follow him at geekscape.net, and make sure that you follow everybody at the Geekscape Network. That was the guy who interviewed me and ran at Comic-Con, so I definitely want to make sure that I give him his love and make sure that y'all know to check out his movie, El Ray. Hell yeah, El Ray, please go check that out ASAP, ASAP, big crowd noise on that Big crowd noise Hell yeah Man Woo My head hurt from all this wrestling drama business, y'all We gonna get up out of here like this Fuck this shit, I'm out <laughs> 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 I'm
I'm getting y'all. Hey, we love y'all. Keep your shoulders off the mat. We'll see y'all back here in two Thursdays. Two weeks. Make sure y'all stay tuned in. Also, make sure that you get your questions in early over at the Mad Mania Twitter or DM them on the Mad Mania Pod Instagram. If you got questions, we will answer them live on the pod. We sure in the hell will. Much love to everybody. Have a great evening. We will see y'all two Thursdays from now. Holla at your boys.